attention, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls, scientists and brains of all ages. It is time once again for Blastro Podcast. <laughs> and now your host broadcasting from deep within the pod chamber, that man of science, Tatore. <laughs> Hello, scientists and other beings of the mind. It is I, Dottore, smartest man in the internet, here to apply piping hot knowledge directly to your earbuds and other sonic receptacles. Thank you for joining me for the very first and last first episode of Blastro Podcast. <laughs> Blastro Podcast. Pack your pod bags, people! And some waterproof pod boots, because we're blasting off to a world filled with excitement and excritement. Cast aside your fears and exhibitions as we embark together on a metagorical voyage through the uncharted waters of scientific discovery and talkful podcastery. We shall explore the universe, the bicycliverse, and maybe even the green machine-niverse. <laughs> And so, I said to Enrico Fermi, That, my dear man, is why you can't have your quark and eat it too! How did I get here? Oh! Hello, young podlings. Benvenoodle. My name is Dottore Bolordo, and I'm made of science and flesh parts. Joining me today in the pod chamber is my friend and fellow scientist, Jared Latour. Jared, what are you? Well, uh, I guess I'm kind of a scientist, but really, even then, only a name, only a name only. You see, I'm a, I'm a mixologist. Mix, uh, explain yourself. Well, a mixologist, I make drinks, and there is some science involved in that. Oh. In fact, alcohol is made out of science. Did you know that? Made out of science? It's made out of science. It's one of the first uh, scientific discoveries mankind ever made. Is that so? Right after agriculture, yeah. As soon as we invented how to grow grain, we figured out how to drink it and get drunk off it. Oh. The mind broggles at yeah. all things. The ancient Egyptians. So you mix you study mixes. I not like mixtapes or like, like a DJ? No, no, it's not like that at all. Oh. It's uh it's cocktails is what I make. Cocktails. Yes, I invent new cocktails with science. Really? Yes. What kind of science? Well, uh, there's a you know, there's lots of different techniques involved just in the production of alcohol to begin with. Um you can I like to do things like infuse my own alcohol. You confuse it? Do you I ask it a hard I question? It. I infuse it. Oh, flavors. so you clarify things for it. Uh, no. In fact, what do I you infuse I, it with? I make it less pure by giving it new flavors, actually. Oh. You can infuse liquor with anything you want. Really? Some combinations work well and some don't. Give me an uh, example of a combination that works well with alcohol infusing. Uh... Well, here's a really popular one, or one that uh, worked out really well for me. I made a sweet potato-infused vodka once, and I turned it into a candied yam cocktail. Alchemy! Yeah, that's what it was. Wow. It tastes exactly like sweet potatoes, with marshmallows. What? No marshmallow in it, but you could taste them. I like marshmallows. Yeah, I know you do. Don't care for sweet potatoes, though. Too healthy. Uh, hey, Jared. Yes, yes, Dottore. What's an, uh, what's an example of uh, something that you made that doesn't taste too good? Uh... 
something that I made that doesn't taste too good? Yeah, you know, in your mixological lab. Sure. Yeah. I We've mean, all had failures. Absolutely. My emotion serum didn't work. Yeah. Well, one thing that I found that was pretty difficult to work with was uh, clam juice. Kind of hard to work that into a cocktail. It's hard to milk a clam. Yeah. Surprisingly. But yeah. I didn't do the milking myself. They sell it in jars now. Oh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah because, you know, it's it, Louis Pastured had to yeah. make the uh, clam milk safe. Yeah, exactly. The clam milk. Clam, yes, they have tiny teats. Right. And you need to seduce them so they open their shells. And that's very difficult to do well. Yes. So that was a cocktail that didn't really turn out as well as I would like. Although I have to admit, it sort of grew on me eventually. Clam juice, beet juice, really hard things to work with with alcohol. How, hey, you can't get juice from a stone. That's no. what my pap used to say when yeah. he would hit me with a stone. <sighs> um, Jared... Yes, Dottore. I understand an addiction to being a mixologist. Yeah. You are also a voice on the internet. That's true, Dottore. Uh, that's the only place I am a mixologist, actually. What? It's on a podcast. We have our own pod chamber. It's actually a laboratory, Alcoholywood Labs. And that's where we record our podcast. It's called Alcoholywood. Alcoholywood? Yes. Genius. Oh, thank you, Dottore. So... <coughs> Oh my God, are you okay? I saw. I I was just smoking some horse. Yeah. So you need a, you need a hot toddy or a what? A hot toddy. Are you coming on to me? No, sir. Jared, I am a man of science. Yeah, I know. Emotions are pathetic small things that I crush under my baleful foot. Yeah. I'm just saying, if you have a cough, maybe I could I could help you. Oh, I see. All right. Yeah. Well, talk to me after the cast. All right. Oh, uh, Jared, tell We're me. We're talking about two different things, I think. Go I can ahead. talk about a lot. I'm a multitasker. All right. Cool. Jared, tell me about your podcast. Sure. Uh, each week we uh, review a movie and we make up a drinking game to go along with it. And I make up a cocktail to drink while you while you watch the movie and play the drinking game. So, okay, you watch a film. Yeah, that's step one. On the TV? Sure. Okay. You've got your film in front of you. Yeah. You make up a game. Yes. And you drink. Yes. As a reward for playing the game? Pretty much. I didn't go to college. I went each, to university. Okay, so each each movie has certain things that repeat. Like the e every movie has things that happen over and over again. Like when an actor enters onto the camera scene. Uh, well, that's kind of every movie. What we're looking for is things that uh, that are particular to the movie in question. Okay. Like uh, we just uh, we just did our review of uh, District B13. What? It's a parkour movie, and so uh, you drink. Every time that they jump and then land in such a way that it looks like it would have killed their knees. Oh. Uh, you know, I, uh, I mean... I every time that happens in the movie, you take a drink. I don't want to tell you... cocktail that I made. Jared, I don't want to yeah. tell you how to do your job. Okay. But it seems like a movie about parking, there's not going to be a lot of jumping. Uh, it's going to be a lot... You're so wrong. Uh, well, so... I'm... S I'm not, what, did I, what am I? You're... I'm saying there's a lot of jumping in this film. Don't take my word for it. Experiment. Watch it yourself. Oh, Observe. A man of science after my own brain. Now, Jared, you're not alone in this podcast. You have a, a, a small man with you. Yes. What is this man? He's, he's, uh, his name is Clint. Clint. And uh, he, he knows more about movies than I do. Why? He has watched more <laughs> of them, I, I guess. All right. He's, he's studied, like, books about film. So your typical... I haven't. I just... I make the drinks. Your typical podcast. Yeah. It's you and this tiny wise man. Yes. Watching he's old. You're tugging on his white beard, trying to keep his eyes open. Pretty much. Uh, pointing him directly into the television. 
You're watching movies. Yeah. Any particular genre, or is it all over the gamut? Anything. Anything. I can't imagine a movie that we would say, no, we won't make up a drinking game to that movie, unless it would be in poor taste, mm. like The Boy in the Striped Pajamas or something like that. Yeah, I don't like... That's the one where the kid has a dream and goes to where the monsters are and they make him king. Uh, is that that one? That's. It sounds like you're talking about where the wild things are. Oh, yeah, that must be the French title. Yeah, there's a, there's a little... Okay, in this boy with the striped pajamas, the monsters are, uh, are they look more like people. Uh huh. And they're not called monsters; they're called Nazis. Oh my so, god! Yeah, I hate Nazis. Yeah, me too, man. Ugh. Jerned. Uh, Did you just call me Jerned. Journey. Jared. Jared. I'm listening. Okay. I'm right here. Jared, as you may or may not know, today's episode of Blaster Podcast is about alcohol. Are you familiar with the subject? No, I've never heard of it. Really? Okay, yeah, well, let me... Tell me all about it, Dottori. <laughs> oh, I shall. Okay. Let me crack my knuckles disdainfully oh, towards your face. Oh, this will be good. As I rear back in my chair, making myself more comfortable to talk down at you. <clears throat> Jared, alcohol is a substance which was invented... Not by humans, but by Enrico Fermentation. Fermentation was a man who hated being conscious, and he thought to himself, if there was only a thing I could drink, that would make me less understandable. So he left out some old silt water. This water, under the harsh extremes of day and night, soon became brackish and filled with tiny murk. He scooped the murk right out of there, he melted it, and lo and behold, inside that murky eggshell was alcohol. You're actually not as wrong as you sound. Really? Uh, yeah, basically the first alcohol was made in a similar way by people not named Enrico Fermentation. Really? Uh, yeah, you just take some organic vegetable matter, you put that in some water and you let it rot. And then uh, time goes by, you play the waiting game, bacteria break down the natural sugars in the vegetable matter, mm -hmm. and they poop out alcohol as a waste product. Ah! Yeah. Every time you drink a beer, you're drinking bacteria poo. Oh! Yeah. Oh! Now you know. Oh! I'll never drive again. All right, Jared. <clears throat> well, I think we've talked about... Uh, wait a minute, Jared. Yeah. Tell me a story. Okay. Do you have a, a lot of people? Like a you lot of give me a subject. Or? You know, a lot of people your age. Okay. Have a lot of stories about alcohol. Sure. I bet you have some knee jerkers. I do. Uh, not. Tell <laughs> me the one about the boy in the striped piranhas. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, <laughs> I I I. I you don't have to talk about that. I, yeah, there's some of these stories I'm not comfortable telling on the internet. Okay. Uh, but I can I can tell you there have been m there's been more than one occasion where in my younger days where I have drank so much that I blacked out while still being up and moving around. <gasps> like I have no idea what I'm doing, but I'm still walking around and talking to people. And then sometime later I'll come to. And find myself in a strange place. Oh my god. Doing something that I was not aware I was doing. It's like that movie Mento. Yeah, it's kind of like that. Like I have no short term memory. So I suddenly find myself in this new place. And, you're and that's what can happen when you drink a little too much. So is that a cautionary tale? Uh, it could be. It could be because one such instance, I was at a bar 
And then the next thing I know, I'm lost in downtown Chicago in the alleys wearing clothes that aren't mine. And while this is happening, I'm thinking to myself, this is how Edgar Allan Poe died. <laughs> Who's Edgar Allan Poe? Uh, he was not a scientist. Oh, well. Uh. He did help to popularize the science of cryptography with the story of the Golden Bug. Is that the study of H- HBO's Tales from the Crypt? Um, sure. Do you remember that one guy? That oh, old, sure. That yeah. old, old guy? Yeah. What was his name? Crypt Keeper. Bertram? The Crypt Keeper. Bertle. Crypt Keeper. Yes. <coughs> Bertle. Right. So, okay, well, uh, a lot of children listen to this podcast. It is episode one, after all, and children like to start at the beginning of things. They're kind of OCD about that. Yeah, for real. So, kids, if you're at home and you're drinking, just, you know, stop. Knock it off. Right. There's a reason that responsible adults get to get blackout drunk, and that's because we know what we're doing, okay, kids? To a point. Yeah. Once you're blackout drunk, you don't know what you're doing anymore. Right. So you're saying it could be dangerous. I'm saying it's definitely dangerous. All right. So in your opinion, it's possible that drinking too much could be dangerous. It could be deadly. Okay. Well, you remember that part in Batman 2 when uh, Michelle Pfeiffer comes up and says that a kiss could be deadly if you eat it? But... um, no, a, a mistletoe can be deadly if you eat it. Well, of course, that's going to be dead. It's a, f- it's a fucking missile. And and then she says, a kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. That's what she says. What does she say? A kiss can be deadlier if you mean it. Are you coming on to me? No, I'm quoting the film that you misquoted. That's all I'm doing. I'm just talking You're about... You're making this into a weird thing. I'm not. I'm a man of science. You're making it weird. Okay. Before I teach any creature, be they human or the other type, I like to gauge my students' familiarity with the subject. Which brings us to the subject of today's Blaster Podcast. What is the subject again? Oh, you're kidding me. It's alcohol. Alcohol? Yeah. Oh, I listen to Alcoholywood. That's another Blaster Podcast I'm into. What are you? Who? What are you? I'm I'm Jared. I've been here the entire time. What am I? You've been talking to me. I am... Datore. Balordo. We got him back. We got it. We're good. And today's topic is alcohol. Yes. Right. Very alcohol. Good. Jared, we will now commence the lightning round pre-discussion review. Brought to you by Pritos. If it's not corn, it's coming out. Pritos, is it on you? Now, Jared, I'm going to blow some hard-hitting questions at you, and please answer to the best of your agility. My knowledge is limitless. Bring it on. All right, here we go. (coughs) Lightning round review questions for Jared, episode one. Alcohol. Brought to you by Fritos. Jared Latour, what is your name? Jared Latour? Correct. What is alcohol, after all? Alcohol is a uh, fermented beverage that contains uh, ethyl. That's all it is. Correct. Yeah. Does alcohol really work, or is it just a hoax? No, it works. Correct! (laughs) When alcohol is concerned, what do the letters B-A-C stand from? B-A-C? Please answer the question. You you mean A-B-V? Or no, B-A-C is blood alcohol content. Final answer? Yep. Correct! Yeah. Can alcohol make my Bob Newhart? Could you please rephrase the question? Can alcohol make my Bob Newhart? 
Uh, it's a simple question, Jared. I, that's not. Re- I said rephrase, not repeat. That's different. Jared. Okay. Final answer. Yes. Correct. Yes. Correct. True or false? Okay. How about those cubbies? Oh, false. Correct. How many servings of alcohol should a real man have at dinner? At least one. Correct. And finally, can alcohol make my niem numb? Yes. Correct. Well done, Jared Latour. Uh, nice Star Wars reference, Latour. What was what wins? Nothing. Keep going. You have earned yourself 25 participation points, which right. can be traded in for full participation points at the end of the evening. But Jared. Yeah. Jared. Yeah. Science is not about observing your subject from a distance. It's about drinking it. Let's put our great minds to the test. Jared, administer the wine. Aye, aye. I thought you'd never ask. I'm touching the microphone to the glass to let you know. That's really not necessary. That were real. This is an exciting combination of pouring wine and urinating into glasses. Let's taste how it tastes. What, what kind of wine is this, Satori? Oh, <coughs> this is a fine $3 vintage from the Aldermary Dominion Crosses. Hey, Jared, bottoms up. Cheers. Mmm. <sighs> that's, uh, that's buttery. Yeah, that's yeah. a pungent. Yeah. All it's right. <coughs> yeah. Oh. And uh, definite, uh, definite notes of some grapes in this. Uh, are there grapes? Yeah. That's how it made? Yeah. I might have spiked it with some grapes. <laughs> <laughs> I just spiked the wine with some grapes. Yeah, to, to be honest, I just love sugar. Okay, fair enough. I think he used to call me the bumblebee when I was in wrestling. Anyway, uh, Jared, let's talk Turkish. There are many different types of alcohol. Methanol, ethanol, Tylenol. But there's only one alcohol we can drink safely without having our skeletons fall out our back end. Ethanol. According to Wonkopedia... Ethanol is a combination of hydrogen, oxygen, and carbogen atoms. Some official scientists say the particular configuration of these atoms makes the ethanol molecule look like a doggy. That is true. It looks like a balloon animal of a poodle. Huh. Which is why, when we are hungover, we must drink the hair of the dog that you drank the night before, like a werewolf. Ah. Uh, Do you see that movie, American Werewolf in Grumbling? Yeah. Yeah, that was a that was a that was a good one. Yeah, you know they it's call exciting. It, they called it a comedy, but it made me really sad when he killed his one friend. Yeah, it's a comedy, but it, it makes you think. Yeah. So, um, ooh, this wine is really catching on like, to me. What is the werewolf's place in today's society? A werewolf? Yeah. Werewolf outskirts. Outskirts, definitely <laughs> the <Yeah>. best. <laughs> yeah. Second class citizen. They belong in the forest, not in the suburbs. Honestly, here's they're taking our jobs. Hey, oh, okay. whoa, whoa, look. All right, I'm not saying the werewolves are I'm ruined. saying it. All right. I'm saying it right now on the internet. Did you vote for Mitch Bomney? No. Okay. No, he's a werewolf, too. That is true. Well, that guy he likes is Andrew Ryan from Bioshock. Both werewolves. Werewolves. So here's my thing. If we, okay, let's table this alcohol episode for a second. Oh, my God. Werewolves, you can't trust someone who changes once a month because of the moon. So you can't trust women? Well, okay, that's an easy one to jump at. Yeah, I don't, I don't, no, I don't trust women. 
I don't trust women all right. because I've been burned one too many times, all right? I'm a scientist. I understand. Oh. Yeah, you learn a lesson. You know, divorce. Yeah. Child support. Yeah. Detore's been there. It's not all jokes. All right. L- let it out, Detore. All right. Look, let me have some more of this wine. Yeah, go ahead. All right. So here's the thing. It's your wine. Drink as much of it as you want. All right. <laughs> Women. Look, they think they got the world on an oyster, and, but they don't, because uh, you know what? They, uh, they're all sweet and up until you, and then you show them what your actual stomach looks like, and then it's, you're the monster. Jesus Christ. What? You sh- what do you mean you showed her your stomach, like the actual interior organ? Do I? No, I'm not a Mr. Openhead doll. I'm just talking about my flesh bits. Oh, okay. Like, you know, I have a strange whirl of hair that looks like Mussolini. Really? Yeah. It's too bad we can't show that in an audio medium. Well, yeah. I'd love to <laughs> show the... If can only you, I can had... Can post a photo or a link? No. I don't <laughs> have a website. This is episode one, you asshole. Oh, okay. Anyway, enough about me. All right. But Jared. Yeah. How does alcohol work even? Uh, well, uh, oh, excuse me. <laughs> I'm gonna vomit. In in a, in a <laughs> you okay? Pace yourself. This is a marathon. I not like pace. Sorry, what? It's a marathon, not a sprint. Okay. Pace yourself. Marigold. Uh, in a nutshell, alcohol messes up your nerves' ability to communicate with the rest of your body. Huh. Uh, this is especially uh, this is especially due to um. A certain neuroreceptor in your brain. It's called the GABA receptor. GABA. GABA. Yo, GABA, GABA. What is it's that? A, it's the GABA receptor. It stands for uh, gamma aminobutyric acid. And this is the neurochemical that regulates all of your other neurochemicals, which are what regulate your emotions. Every emotion you feel is caused by a neurotransmitter sending a neurochemical to a neuroreceptor. I knew it! Exactly. It's been there all along. They're not real. And when you s- when you block, alcohol targets the GABA receptors, which is what regulates the rest of the neurochemicals. So your emotions just go haywire. And when you don't have control over your emotions, you don't really have a lot of control over your behavior. Huh. You see what I'm saying? Well, that doesn't make any sense, Jared. But let me ask you a real question. <laughs> okay. Can alcohol impair your judgment? Absolutely. That's that's because because uh, you have so such a limited control over your behavior now. Now? Yeah. I don't think you need to be telling me about my behavior. I You're mean, not my dad. I'm. Are you my dad? No. Okay. You're not my dad. I'm not your dad. All right. Are you my dad? I don't think so. I don't know how that works. Okay. I mean, one time I cut off a, a hair whisker that I had growing out of my zit side. Yeah. And uh, I left it under the side of the toilet brim. As you do. Yeah. So, did you? Was that you? Nope. Okay. Nope. I, not I, me. I don't understand how my gnosis works. Okay. Well, maybe we should save that for a different episode. <laughs> That's a great idea. All right. Uh, in the short term, alcohol not only affects uh, your judgment and, and your mind, but also your, your uh, muscle coordination and your memory and even sleep and how attractive other people look to you. Oh. And alcohol affects many parts of the brain. And the more of it you consume, the more widespread the effects. Yes. 
Alcohol works its way through the brain from the high-functioning fancy districts like the Cerebrum to the low-rent shanty town of the brainstem, or, as I called it when I ran for alderman of the brain, the thief stem, <laughs> right, ladies? <coughs> Which don't... reminds me, Jared. Yes? Would you please point your soul towards this crystal? Or what? <laughs> ah! Oh, oh, what did you do? What, what was that? Don't be afeard, you idiot. I have captured your essence inside this scientific wizard gem. Now you and I are free to roam unencompassed by the confuses of your physical self. Don't worry. While your consciousness is ingemnified, your body is completely safe, slumped sensuously across the pod chamber love seat. How could you do this to me? Why? So we can experience alcohol on the molecular level, my dear boy. Quickly, to the seismometer. I'm not here. I'm not here. Don't pick it up. Just let it. I'm not here. Detore, hi. It's me, Curiosity. You remember the same Curiosity you swore you'd love forever and then stopped calling back? Well, I'm moving on. So, I got a new gig. I'm doing a lot of traveling, and I don't need some fat, fake scientist like you slowing me down. So, there you go. Uh, I hate you, and I hope you never call me, and you're disgusting. Okay, bye. What was that all about? I used to hook up with that babe. With the Mars rover? Well, yeah, she's a uh, Mars rover. I wouldn't call her the Mars rover. Anyway, uh, alcohol was involved, so I guess it's relevant. So, uh, <clears throat> where were we? The seismometer? To the seismometer! Oh, boy. So, correct me if I'm wrong. I'll take correction on this, but isn't a seismometer a device that measures the magnitude of seismic activity? Well, you seem to know a lot coming from a little gel in my breast pocket. Oh, God. Is that where I am right now? I can't see. It's so dark. It's dark? Oh, hold on. Let me shine my laser pointer directly into <laughs> no, the gem. Oh, it's too bright! <laughs> oh, my eyes! <laughs> I am oh love like God. Okay. Oh. okay, Jemmy Jared, don't worry, don't worry. You won't be in a gem form for too long. Ah, oh, here we are. The mighty seismometer. Look at the vessel. From the outside, it's like a metal whale. Let me just find my keys here. All right, and in we go. Ah. Oh, I did not leave a window open when I left last time. Oh, God. Sorry. You realize what this is like for me? What is it? Nothing. I can't smell a thing. I'm in a gym. <laughs> You're in a gym? Not a workout gym. I'm in a crystal. <laughs> in a pocket, apparently. <laughs> yeah. Guitare. You're the soul gem. Don't worry, Jared. Hold on. Let me just take a seat right here. <sighs> no, I'm in your back pocket. Sit up, sit up, sit up. Oh, I thought that that was my breast pocket. No. I Wh migrated. Oh, <laughs> that'll happen as a man gets older. Jared, don't worry. I, I'm simply going to plug your soul gem into the Jerobobatsu robot. Um, it's a completely perfect robotic replica of your entire body system. Yeah, I was about to. I was about to mention that. How did? How? Where did this? Where did you get this? I found pictures from you off of the Alcoholywood Internet in Google Mans. Oh wow! So hold on. Let me just plug this crystal right into the sausage component. So why? Why didn't you just let me stay in my real body? Are what you is, active? Am I active? Let me power up. Try moving your heart. 
seems to be working. All right. All right. Daroma Batsu. Yeah. Let me try maybe arms next. We yeah. Yes, excellent. <laughs> yeah. How does release, that feel? Yeah. All right, I'll show you mercy <laughs> this time. <sighs> I should have made you three times as strong as a regular man. Yeah, that was uh that was not wise. <sighs> well, robot version of Jared, please yeah. have a seat. We're gonna <laughs> <laughs> you don't have to make that noise with your mouth. <laughs> oh, I don't? <laughs> no. It just, it'll do it anyway? Yeah, it just oh. happens. It just comes out. Okay. So, I'm sorry, before you were choking me, yeah. what was your question about why I put you in a robot body? Yeah, why, that was the question exactly. Why did you put me in a robot body that just looks like my real body? Because your real body is our destination. Uh, we're what? going on a miraculous voyage into your bodmosphere. <laughs> okay. I'm activating the self-actualization mechanism, and there. Hold on to your busts. Whoa. Like a magic screw bun, we've shrunken down to the size of a microid, and are currently hurtling through the air towards Jared's unconscious mouth cave. Just let me adjust the steering kernel here, and we're in! Hey, that was my tooth! No time for boasting now, Jorobobatsu. We're entering Big World Jared's bloodstream! Oh, wow. Yes, we're so small now that your red blood cells look like giant Honda Primuses. They do not look like Primuses. They look like blood cells. Well, I'm not a car! Alright. Now that we've entered your inner space, let's poke around a bit. So Robobatsu, zoom in with the Activision to see if we can spot any tiny ethanol molecules. Uh, yep, there they are. They're dissolving in the water of the blood, which is then dissolving inside the various tissues of my body. Except for the fat tissue. Did somebody say fat tissues? Yes, the Sports Illustrated fat issue. <laughs> I've got fat issues. Oh, still do. Oh, that's great. Now the alcohol is inside my tissues, it can start to affect my body. Like Svengali's booger. What? Get it? No. Tissues. Oh, shit. Controlling no, Svengali was a hypnotist no. back in the ancient... No, just shut up. All right. All right, the alcohol's effects on my body are directly related to the blood alcohol concentration, which is essentially how much booze is in my bloodstream. Whoa! Something's humping the ship! Is that a sprum? Um... No, that's a... that's a white blood cell. Why is it trying to engorge us? Because we're a foreign body! Speak for yourself, comrade. Well, great. Now it's secreting digestive enzymes. Datori, we gotta get out of here! Mm. Can I take the helm? No! This is a rental! Alright, then you get us out of here! But I don't know how to submarine. Okay. Is there an autopilot? No. Autopilot engaged. Well, yeah, if you count that. Computer, take us outside the body and then re-enlarge. Wait! What about observing alcohol's effect on the brain? Where we're going? We don't need... brains. Jared, that was...
was quite an adventure. Yeah, and we're both still alive. Thanks for transferring my essence back into my body. That's the least I could do. Well, folks, today we learned a lot about alcohol. Uh, did we? But science is impatient. And so we come to the next segment of our show, a little ditty I like to call Ask Dottore. Jared, as a fat man in the scientific community, I get a lot of questions. Questions like, what happened in here? Can you please move? And what's that smell? Well, I've collected some of your most recent questions and will endeavor to answer them now. Con gusto! <laughs> the first question, as it is my first episode, I will read through my own voice. The first question comes to us from David R. David writes, My good Dr. Y, does helium make your voice sound all high-pitched and funny when you inhale it? The answer, David, is yes. It does make my voice sound funny. Also, my name is Dottore, not Dr. Y. I'm a scientist. Dr. Y is a make-believe, time-repairman what flies around in a magical telephone casket. Next question! Oh, God. Yeah. Jared, yeah. please take this question parchment and read loudly into the microphone. Oh, oh, this is me. Okay, this question comes from Joshanna. Is it Joshanna? I can't remember. Joshanna! Okay, okay it's Joshanna R. who writes, Dottore. This is a question that has been stumping me for a while now. How are babies made? Well, Joshanna, babies are just small men. And men are made in the heat of battle, forged in the fires of valor, when victoire is wrenched from the grisly, unkept jaws of death himself. Tis a constellation devoutly to be wished. A horse! A horse! Of course, of course! And the rest is silence. Alternately, you could try sex. Me? No, I'm just I'm just saying. Are you coming on to me? No, I'm just saying if this you want to make babies. This is my first episode. Smoke. My mom's gonna listen. You're to taking this. things that I'm saying and you're just you're twisting them. You're you're like a, a sculptor of words. Well, I have been called a word slice. Uh, sure. Let's. Uh, we got one more question here. Hey, your question box. Please let me punch the question box and yeah. see if the coins of knowledge issue out, you plumber. Kating. Uh, okay. Our final question comes from Adam S., and he writes, Why is it that the salmonella bacteria in chicken is all through the meat, causing me to miss out on tasty, medium-rare chicken? Why doesn't steak have such a pesky bug spread throughout its muscle tissue? Well, Adam, <coughs> let me definitively tell you the actual answer. I hate to break it to you, buddy, but salmonella can and will grow in beef as well as poultry. Um. The Salmonella basilisk is a rod-shaped bacteria that rents studio space in the intestines of animals, especially reptiles. If you take nothing else away from today's Blaster podcast, remember this. All reptiles must be properly cooked before handling. If you've never gotten Salmonella disease from beef, then it's probably because you cooked it okay enough. Or maybe Salmonella just doesn't like you because you wear too much makeup. Well, actually, the, the, the short answer is that uh, different animals are susceptible to different diseases. And uh, salmonella is only found in chicken and reptiles and not in beef ever. Beef has E. coli, which is a whole different ballgame. And those two different strains of bacteria die at two different temperatures. Salmonella requires a higher temperature to die, so you need to cook it all the way through to the center. 
E. coli, they're kind of a pansy bacteria. They die a little easier, so you can enjoy your steak medium or medium rare or even rare, but not pork. Pork has worms called trichinosis. You got to cook pork all the way through, too. Did you know that about pork, Tatori? Well, thanks for summarizing what I just said, Jared. <coughs> Jared. Yes. Thank you for your answer. Oh, you're you're welcome. Uh, you, wait, you you thanking me? Who? Oh, what? What? What did I say? You said Jared. Thank you for your answer. Oh, well, that sounds like me. Yeah. Thank no, you. No, it really doesn't. But you're welcome. Oh, shut up. That's it for questions. If you have a question for Dottore, you can find me on Twitter at Ask Dottore or on Facebook at Fuck. You can find me on Twitter. <laughs> find me on Facebook at Fuck. <laughs> fuck shit. <laughs> Fuckhouse. Fuckmatch.com. <laughs> find an adult single tonight. <laughs> That's where they'll find your profile, Dottore. If you're looking for hot Italian pancakes, go to Dottore's bald. Okay. Uh, <laughs> okay. Twi uh, ooh. If you have a question for Dottore, you can find me on Twitter at AskDottore or on Facebook as Dottore Balordo. D O T T O R E B A L O R D O. Dua. Don't, don't type Dua. I will answer as many questions as you deserve. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. It's time for plugs. Not drugs, but plugs. Give me a hug, please don't. <clears throat> and now, the plug portion of the show. Gerund, you've been a lovely guest tonight in the audience. But I have a question for you. Where can we find more of your lovely rugged voice in the world at large? You want to find me on the internet? You just type in www, that stands for World Wide Web, dot alcohollywood.com. That stands for Computer Ordination Machine. Does it even? Yeah. Did you know? I did not know yeah. that. Well, because I grew up in the dot uke. I was born in Bologna, Italy yeah. as a small child. Yeah. My father was a meat serpent, and my mother was a woman of great intellect. But they angered the gourds Dionysians, and so they sent me to London, England. Did you say meat serpent? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. Just checking, just making sure. <laughs> Look, every family has its own black shorp. All right? <laughs> So, uh, yes, Alcohol Hollywood. Uh, yeah. kid, is it, it's available on the Alcohol Hollywood website. Is it's it available on the iTunes? Of course. Free yeah. of charge? Yeah, absolutely free. For now. No. Right? So Let's monetize this puppy. Let's put this on the map. You tell me how, and uh, and then I'll, I'll do that. I don't know how to do it. Yeah, neither do I. So it's free. That's good news. Yay, free on the internet. It's free. Just go to iTunes and type in Alcohol Hollywood, and they'll be like, yeah, we, we got that. We got that. Let me put that on your phone for you. So you can listen to it while you're on the train, while you're on a bicycle, while you're on a treadmill, while you're on a woman, while you're on I a I don't horse. ride a woman to work. You don't? No. Because I'll tell you. Times, man. Number one, they're very energy inefficient. Yeah. You have to feed them constantly. Yeah. Number two, women are hard to uh, park and then come, they wander off. Yeah. I guess it's not the 50s anymore, huh? No. Yeah. It's the 80s. Well, she used to be my I, 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 I. That's the song I wrote about the Mars rover Curiosity. Wow, good to know. Anyway, yeah. if you 
at home would like to hear some of Detore's wonderful roommate Mark's voice acting or voice writing, go check out his post-apocalyptic sci-fi adventure series called Our Fair City. You can locate this by going to www.ourfaircity.com or simply go into the iTunes and shout at it. Give me Our Fair City in the podcast section for free. We like that Mark Soloff, roommate of Detore. Uh, okay, so, Alka Hollywood, Our Fair City. Uh, is there something else that was going on that you were doing? Uh, I live in Chicago. Where can I look at you? There's, a, there's that play that... We're both in. Oh, yes! Yeah. We're both in a theater play production show play. Yeah. Yes, it is called Comedia King John. Yeah. You're in that one? Yeah, I'm, I'm in that play. Who do you play? I play Pantalone, your crotchety old neighbor. Ah, oh, Pantalone, yeah. my crotchety old neighbor. Yeah, a classic Commedia dell'arte character. Yeah, that was that's, it's been me. And who do I play? Just show up and and uh, and uh, everything will take care of itself. Eee, like yeah, improvs. Yeah, don't worry about acting. <laughs> acting. Yes. So if you folks out there are near the Chicago land area, come and see Jared and myself, Dottore, in Commedia King John. You know where it is? Yes, I do. Where is it? It's at the Den Theater. When is it? It's at 8 p.m. on Friday and Saturday nights until September 29th. Are you gonna be there? I might be there. Are you gonna be there? I'm. Yeah, I'm gonna be there. Okay, I'm it's coming. A, it's a date then. All right. All right. So let's get our tickets on brownpapertickets.com. Brownpapertickets.com now yeah. an online way to get tickets yeah. for your sh- okay, Comedia calm King down. John. Calm down. <laughs> calm down. <laughs> I need it's to okay. take my cookie medicine. You know, you have you, you know your heart. What about it? Oh, you don't know. No. Uh, I was born at the heart of a serpent. No. Oh. No. This oh. is probably just regular. I'm not a doctor, but it looks like uh, you got a you got a case of the uh, fat man heart. Fat man heart. Yeah. Oh. Like when you're fat, and then uh, all the fat just sort of crushes your heart. Oh. The outside in. That's okay. Yeah. I wasn't using it. I'm a man of science. Right. Yeah, I am a no cold, heart. emotional robot. Okay. You've got a robot of me, but please destroy that. I don't want to ever see it used or fall into the wrong hands. Jared, that robot is on its way to a sex club in Beijing. Well, thanks for tuning in, everybody. This has been Blastro Podcast. I don't understand. I am your spheroid host, Dottore, and I will see you next time for episode two, All About Love. Did you say Beijing? Sex club? Dottore! Psst, psst, psst,